Hey, Central. This seems to be becoming a, a weekly occurrence here. This is the third week in a row. Uh, hopped on the podcast, do some audio, just to share an update about what's going on at Central in light of COVID-19. So we're just going to plan to keep doing that. We'll, we'll keep uh, posting weekly, midweek in the sermon feed, uh, an update on what's going on in ministry. And it's also an opportunity just to connect with you uh, through another platform and uh, just try and bring you some encouragement. So uh, I first of all want to thank everybody for joining us this past weekend. Hundreds of uh, plays on our uh, sermon video, uh, knowing that families and couples were meeting together too. So really amazing uh, turnout there. Thank you so much for joining us this weekend. We are working this week to make it Um, even more like a typical Sunday gathering. I know you're in your living room or somewhere like that in your house, uh, but uh, it's an opportunity nonetheless for us to connect, for you to hear from God's Word. Uh, We have a couple songs planned for this Sunday. Um, couple, uh, we have a reading, uh, we'll have a host and we'll, we'll just try and make it feel a lot, a lot like a, a typical, uh, central, uh, service gathering. Also just to be aware of our children's ministry is building a family worship guide every week that'll be available for you to do with your family at home, an opportunity to sing together, read the Bible, ask a couple questions, uh, keep their attention as long as you can and then move on. So really grateful that we're able to build that for you. Also, our staff have moved to virtual meetings. This is strange. That's new. But we had our pastor's meeting uh, the day of this recording in the morning and uh, did that virtually online. And we're actually in the midst of encouraging our life groups to do the same. Uh, We are reaching out to life group leaders with online options for our groups to consider in order to continue to connect but also to have the social distancing in place that we are being encouraged to have. We're also in the midst of considering some online discipleship training opportunities, so we'll keep you posted on that. In church history, I mentioned it uh, in previous episodes, but Christians ran toward the plague, putting others above themselves. That was the selflessness of Christians in that moment in history. Putting others before ourselves in this instance actually means, though, removing ourselves, isolating. Loving our neighbors in this instance means keeping our distance. That said, the question that we're still called to consider is, what does it look like to love my neighbor in this? A.W. Tozer said, a frightened world needs a fearless church. Something I'd invite you to do is to pray for our government officials. We are blessed in Canada, really impressed with uh, the leadership in our province and in our nation, and we want to continue to lift up government officials in prayer, and likewise for our healthcare workers. Uh, I think specifically we have many in our church, doctors and nurses and those involved in the healthcare system, and we are so thankful for them. They're working tirelessly, and uh, we want to lift them up in prayer. Also would invite us all to consider who we can reach out to and see if they're doing okay. Whether it's a neighbor, whether it's a loved one, uh, someone who could use our help. I think selflessness and being a good neighbor can mean going to the grocery store and purchasing extra things for those who could use the delivery. I think in instances of being out in public in these spaces like grocery stores, just to embody 
calm and generosity and selflessness, even as we go about buying groceries, uh, is an encouraging thing, counting the cost um, for the sake of Christ. And the church has always been for the most vulnerable, so we're looking at ways that we might be able to do a food drive for some of the families of the schools we serve. We serve uh, schools in pretty much every neighborhood. We have a campus, and so we're connecting with... um, uh, principals, some of the staff we know from these schools, uh, we have relationship and know that some of these families, some of these students are hungry. And we've had the privilege of feeding them in, in school meal programs, but they are not coming to school now. And we want to consider how we might still help those children and help those families. Uh, we're going to need people to help with that. So we're in the grassroots of that now, but we're looking to figure out ways to call and text and drop off food and supplies for those who are isolated, those who are self-quarantined, right? The church has always been for the most vulnerable. And to do that, yes, we have to do social distancing, but 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 deliveries of essentials, phone calls, texts, checking in and praying. These are some things that we can do in this moment. And at the moment of this recording, actually, it's St. Patrick's Day. But the pubs will not be filled today. It's going to be a bit of a different one. Um, But I thought I could leave you with an encouragement. Um, One of my favorite prayers, actually, is the breastplate of St. Patrick. And St. Patrick was, at the time when he was a young uh, boy, when he was 16 years old, he was actually kidnapped, captured in a raid. Uh, He was from Scotland, and he was actually made a slave for six years in Ireland. Um, and it was at that time in his life when the faith he had heard about as a kid, which didn't really stick, which really didn't mean anything to him personally, became real for him. And when he was in his 40s, he returned to Ireland as a missionary, and he had a really amazing strategy. He decided that he would try and um, lead the chieftains of these tribes, of these clans, to Jesus And that if he could do that, then uh, the likelihood of these clans coming to faith was much stronger. And that's exactly what happened. And soon Ireland became one of the world's Christian centers. His story is a reminder to us in a moment like this, that adversity led to mission, which led to revival. And so a prayer that I've had on my heart is, Lord, would you do it again? So I'm going to close with a prayer. I'm going to read it for you. It's a lengthy prayer, but I want to pray this over you, Central. And I invite you to pray along as you hear it. So let me close with this. I rise today in the power's strength, invoking the Trinity, believing in threeness, confessing the oneness of creation's creator. I rise today in the power of Christ's birth and baptism in the power of his crucifixion and burial, in the power of his rising and ascending, in the power of his descending and judging. I rise today in the power of the love of cherubim, in the obedience of angels and service of archangels, in hope of rising to receive the reward, in the prayers of patriarchs, in the predictions of the prophets, in the preaching of the apostles, in the faith of confessors, in the innocence of holy virgins, in the deeds of the righteous. I rise today in heaven's might, in sun's brightness, in moon's radiance, in fire's glory, in lightning's quickness, in wind's swiftness, in sea's depth, in earth's stability, in rock's fixity. 
I rise today with the power of God to pilot me, God's strength to sustain me, God's wisdom to guide me, God's eye to look ahead for me, God's ear to hear me, God's word to speak for me, God's hand to protect me, God's way before me, God's shield to defend me, God's host to deliver me from snares of devils, from evil temptations, from nature's failings, from all who wish to harm me, far or near, alone and in a crowd. Around me I gather today all these powers against every cruel and merciless force to attack my body and soul against the charms of false prophets, the black laws of paganism, the false laws of heretics, the deceptions of idolatry, against spells cast by women, smiths, and druids, and all unlawful knowledge that harms the body and soul. May Christ protect me today against poison and burning, against drowning and wounding, so that I may have abundant reward. Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ within me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ to the right of me, Christ to the left of me, Christ in my lying, Christ in my sitting, Christ in my rising. Christ in the heart of all who think of me, Christ on the tongue of all who speak to me, Christ in the eye of all who see me, Christ in the ear of all who hear me. I rise today in power strength, invoking the Trinity, believing in threeness, confessing the oneness of creation's creator. For to the Lord belongs salvation. And to the Lord belongs salvation. And to Christ belongs salvation. May your salvation, Lord, be with us always. Amen.